Michael died, and so the tables are sort of turning. Instead yeah. of Michael being on in place of Zach, Zach has come back. He survived. The ovarian cancer surgery was a success. I no longer have ovaries. He has testicles now. Yes. They, the doctors uh, actually found out that Zach, in fact, did not have uh, ovarian cancer because he did not have ovaries. Yes. But in light of the news that I do not have ovaries... I've decided to return to the podcast. Uh, I have brought Wilson to my own house. Yes. And uh, if you hear anything different, that's because it's not outside or the podcast studio. It's my home. Yeah, if you hear a little clacking sound, it's Zach's six-inch toenails clacking together. He's clacking them on the table like a a disciplinarian principle. Yes, it is... <laughs> it's simply uh it's a stress reliever. We're recording this. It's the 1st of December. Uh in my house I have a like maybe a foot tall Christmas tree. Um mm. it's looking pretty swaggy if I say so myself. Last year uh it was like mine and Cynthia's first like year spending like living together and everything. Yeah. And Around this time, around Christmas time and stuff, we both were like, wow, <laughs> it kind of sucks living alone in the winter. Like, whenever, like, you have no family or anything to see mm-hmm. every day. So, we kind of just, like, burrowed in the house for, like, the entire month and we just yeah. watched movies and stuff. That's how we spent Christmas last year. So, um, but this year, I'm trying to uh, be a little bit more proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted... To surprise Cynthia with tickets to uh, the Nutcracker because she's always wanted to see that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I found one and whenever I went all the way through it and got to the checkout, it was like $170 Mm -hmm. for just the two of us. And I was like, I don't have the money to do that right now. (laughs) So um, I had to think of something else. So Zach pulled out his pink testicles and was like, I'll crack my nuts for you. Yeah, exactly. It didn't. It didn't do exactly like the play did, but um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they didn't crack. He just squeezed him until he passed out. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> he squeezed him, his head turned purple, and he passed yeah, out. Yeah, so um, that's the sequel to The Nutcracker. Uh, <laughs> the Nutcracker nut- 2 Lost in New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you uh, get a chance to check your Spotify wrapped? Oh, yeah, 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 I did. I did. I took a gander at it. Yes. And I look through it again live on the pod. Yes. You might want to turn your volume down for the copyright. I'll play music. it straight into the mic. <laughs> it won't matter. Here's the thing. I'll sort of sing over the song yes. as the song is playing. They do play music the whole time, so it is going to be a whole process. Very well. Oh, it's begun. But, 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 what, I don't even know what that is. Oh, maybe it'll. Maybe just because the connection is poor. It'll it cut in and audio. out. <laughs> okay, it says if I'm. It's asking if I'm ready to get into the thick of it, but it's just continuing on even though I'm not. So yes, it it will not stop for you, Wilson. If 2021 was a movie, I was the main character. Nice. And what's a movie without a soundtrack? That's true. I am the main character. I'm kind of important. Yes. Be intergalactic by Beastie Boys is my opening credits. Nice. Theme. It's loading the se- slowly loading the second part. <laughs> we have like 20 of these. I think we're just on the third <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> In 2021, you did what you had to do. Oh, I, it said something. Okay. It's just, I spent 14,000. 000... Oh, no. 
Oh, no. no. It's, it's, it's all loading all it's once. Playing, it's playing the audio again. Okay. Well, that just showed a bunch of song, a bunch of albums or something. Yeah. Oh, while everyone was trying to figure out what... Indi- oh, I have to see that again. <laughs> while everyone was trying to figure out what NFTs were, you were playing one song on repeat, and that was Intergalactic Beastie the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I was not even interested in NFTs. I was... This is a real NFT. Yeah. Beastie Boy. That's a real NFT. But that wasn't the only song in your uh, rotation. Oh, let's see. Intergalactic 2020. Emmy. Them Changes and Forgotten. That doesn't mean anything to anybody listening no. to this. I don't, that doesn't even mean, mean anything. You deserve a playlist as long as your skincare routine. Dude, I do not take care of my skin. It is black, blue, and falling off. It is dry, peeling <laughs> off like like a... I don't, like, I don't know, like, like a thing a that peels off. It's peeling off like a banana. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, wow. cool... Oh yeah, this is just this is just a picture of blurry colors, and it oh, says yeah, it tells you my top music moods are happy and innovative, which is strange. And oh, I just remember oh, it was playing uh, them changes. That's what it was playing. Oh when yeah, it said that, <laughs> which is not a very happy song. I listen to forty four different genres, which that doesn't mean any, I don't know what a genre is. I don't know what the neo psychedelic, chamber psych, indie rock, new rave, and indie garage rock. Why wow. is it so like? I don't know. It's que- it's squishing them up. Okay, I have to tap the false statement. The podcast I binge listened to the most was Come Town. Comedy was your number one podcast topic of the year, and your number one. Okay, <laughs> it just told you <laughs> just automatically. Told okay, well, it the Come Town one was true. Okay. <laughs> would you have gotten it if you were my BFF? You're my BFF. Would you have gotten that? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would see Comtown and just be like, there was one podcast that lived rent free in my head all year, and it was Comtown. And that's 6,400 of my like 14,000 minutes. Yeah. It's Comtown. <laughs> it lived in my head rent free. Nice. And yes, it's totally normal to consider your favorite podcast host a member of your family. Oh. Which is especially weird for Comtown. <laughs> for Comtown, yeah. <laughs> my top artist was Mad Villain. Which is strange because like none of their songs are like <laughs> in the <laughs> list. Seventy six minutes. So, nice. I mean, uh, you're I, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. I found lots a lot of love this year. My top artists: Mad Villain, LCD Sound System, Gorillaz, Soft Hair, and Jamie XX. I don't even know who Jamie XX is. <laughs> I don't know what of his songs I've listened to. I don't know who he is. But I guess I like him. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making us a part, a regular part of your totally irregular year. And this is just the same just thing like, in yeah, just different just cool list. colors. Yes. My top, yeah. All right. Now we got to do mine. I'm willing to bet that you have a lot more minutes than I do. I have like a fuck ton. Because the thing is, is that Spotify, I was listening to more music in like the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. And and then gradually I've discovered more and more podcasts to fill my day with, and so that's why I listen to more right now. Yeah, see, I I don't listen to 
a lot of podcasts, like a, diff- a lot of different ones. I just mm. listen to like the same one every week, mm. and each time it's like an hour long. So I'm eventually gonna run out of <laughs> backlog. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just gonna have a few podcasts that yes upload every week. It does suck because like whenever I listen to Super Mega, like I have to wait once a week. Yeah, you know. So, but it's worth the wait. So for my 2021 wrapped by Spotify, um. The year was anything but normal. That's true. Facts. I am not ready to get into the thick of it. That's a TikTok thing. Yes. The Wrapped is here. And action. If 2021 was a movie, you were the main character. And what's a movie without a soundtrack? I thought I was the main character. Okay. Okay. Spotify finally have a It's a fucking uh, Cities by Throttle. It's a Rocket League song. There's an anime boy. Yes. He looks very happy. The song playing as you face off against your rival dance crew is Baby Be Mine by Michael Jackson. Wow. That's fair, I guess. I guess that makes... That's a moderate... That's a <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. The song playing as you defeat the ancient vengeful spirit is Be Nice to Me by the Front Bottoms. In 2021, you did what you had to do. <laughs> you fucking masturbated. Um, you gooned out. <laughs> Hours at a time. I spent 36,000 minutes listening. That's 87... That's more than 87% of America. Okay, so we got Are We Still Young by Grant, Chasing Clouds by Bad Computer, which those are like like dance music songs. Mm. Be Nice to Me by The Front Bottoms, which is emo. Baby Be Mine by Michael Jackson. And Woman by Doja Cat. And that's... Fairly diverse. It's a lot more diverse than I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. My colors are... Oh, what the fuck? Multi-dimensional mode? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It, mine did that, too. Oh, okay. Too. You're not special. Oh, Ooh, okay. yours is orange. Orange? Mine was pink, which just kind of pissed me off because that's kind of a lady-ish color. Yeah. Mine are bold and happy. Wow. Interesting. Those are definitely the two... Is it two words that describe Zach? Yes. He's bold and happy. <laughs> bold and brash. Yes. I listened to 94 different genres this wow, year. That's, you, that's twice as many as me. Okay. Uh, my top genres. Uh, Midwest emo, pop punk, lo-fi, meme rap, and gaming <laughs> dance music. That, that tells you a lot about me. <laughs> I listened to 49 episodes of Super Megacast for a total of 3,000 minutes. Well... That's the one stat that I have you beat in. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> in like podcast. 100 episodes have come down. Oh, I can tweet at them and say thank you. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, it means so much. Yeah. When it comes to podcast listening, you're a bit of a pro. My top podcasts, Super Mega, Cream Crew, Cold Ones, Chapo Trap House, and <gasps> Poopcast 3000. Holy shit. I don't care, Spotify. I don't talk to you. Spotify, right. I don't care. To whoever's listening... Um, I just told you everything about that, so... Yeah, Zach sure just bare his soul. Yes. He bared his whole to all of us. Whenever I was recovering from ovarian cancer, I listened to the uh, other podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty... I like... It was a pretty good podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it was a completely different vibe uh-huh. than I kind of anticipated it to be. But I think that was fun about it, because the whole time I was listening to it, I was like... If I had the chance to say something, I, it would, like, make my day, you know, because it just, um, 
a completely <laughs> different like perspective of stuff, you know? Yeah. So, um, Michael, if you're listening, I want to talk to you. I want to. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. It's not that big. Jack's just pulling out a big, big BB gun. Yes. So, I would try to record another podcast with Michael, and it it didn't. The audio thing didn't work out. I'm probably actually going to have to call the company to get one of the things one of the transmitters replaced mm-hmm. but um i cut like most of it out i recorded like two hours and i cut it down to like 25 minutes and it's not up on spotify or or anything like that it's just on the youtube uh and it's called uh how the grinch's bones shrank there's some funny bits in there but just because of the audio i didn't want to you know just listening to it is just not enough i don't think yeah um but one of the parts that i cut the most from is that <laughs> like towards the end and obviously there are a number of problems for for one there's the problem of the birds oh, really? <laughs> michael michael's birds just the whole time we're just chirping <laughs> up a storm and it sounds like a little fucking smoke detector going off so like that was that was one of several issues, and you know Michael spent like a long period of time talking about how he like tortured and killed frogs and yeah. <laughs> squished them to death and like put them in his pockets and stuff. I mean it's pretty great, it's pretty yeah. great. Um, but uh, towards the end, Michael and I f- knew this would happen the whole time because whenever I got there, his TV was set up, YouTube was on his TV, and mm-hmm. I was like. <laughs> we gotta pause. <laughs> YouTube's gonna be coming up at some point. We're gonna—he's gonna start showing me some YouTube videos, and lo and behold, he did. And Michael turns to me and says, "Have you heard of Black Rifle Coffee Company?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, from the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, right?" He's like, "What? No." Oh, no. And he's just—he just really likes the Black Rifle Coffee Company YouTube channel, huh. and he likes their ads, and. <laughs> I mean, I can give you sort of an idea. There's sort of like 2012 YouTube. It's sort of like in the vein of like Dude Perfect. Oh, yeah. Or like, I mean, not like like the same vibe as like Dude Perfect or like the, what is it? The fucking one where they eat a bunch of food. Um, Food Battle. No. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not Smosh Food Battle. Uh, fucking the one where the fucking dude just eats until he gets. Oh, fr- Nikado. No, not, not, not <laughs> okay. him. I'm running uh, out the of fucking ideas. other the people. The epic meal time. Oh yeah, duh. yeah. That's that was sort of the vibe, and what it was like. Uh, one of the ads, for instance, was a guy, and there's a guy fishing, and another guy comes up, and he's drinking a cup of coffee. He dr- takes a sip, flies off into space epically. <gasps> yeah, and he like flies into space. He comes down. Splashes the water, comes up, he has a fish in his mouth, spits it off <laughs> into the boat. And he's like, got a fish, and here's some coffee. And that's one of their ads. Um, another one of their ads, I mean, it's ads. They're also sketches. They're little sketch sort of ads, yeah. sort of Geico, you know, Geico Gecko doing a goatsy. Uh, but, like, a bunch of them just had, like, girls' ass. Like, they just, like, and it's just a girl's ass. It's a... A small, cubular, blonde lady's ass (laughs) shaking from side to side as she walks to drink coffee. And one of them, uh, there's one where it's ninjas that are waking somebody up. And like it's like, there are better ways to wake up than a bunch of ninjas beating you up and waking you up. (laughs) And like that's the bit of the podcast. Not the podcast. That's the bit of the show. The bit of the ad. 
Um, but there's there, my my favorite of them is this one where some some hot babe you're following a hot babe as she is drinking coffee. It's like an advertisement where she's like drinking coffee. It's yummy. It's tasty. Uh, and then she's like, uh oh, and her stomach starts grumbling and she runs into the bathroom and takes like a big diarrhea dump into Jesus the toilet Christ. and it makes all the sounds, you know, you can hear her echoing off the sides and it's like, that's just Flashing like, back. yeah, just wanting to like see a dramatization of some <laughs> hot babe taking a big poopy. Jesus uh, Christ. And they also had a series on their channel called Veterans React. Huh. And they just reacted to literally anything. It had nothing to do with them being <laughs> veterans. It's just veterans react to hereditary. And they were what? like, if I was there, I would fucking shoot her. <laughs> if I there was an intruder in my house, they like reacted to it. What was it? Uh, one, one of the ones where fucking people are breaking into people's houses and messing with <laughs> them and stuff. Uh, I think it was like the sh- stranger or something like that. Uh, and they were like, I would have a gun and shoot them in the head. If I were there, I would have used my gun in order to kill them. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I mean, it's true, of yes, course. The veteran, that's all he thinks about in his head. Well, is... they're Black Rifle Coffee Company as well. Yes. So they're always thinking about, like, shooting a person. That's true. Like, I'm just imagining a fucking intruder breaking into their, like, $200,000 house. <laughs> like, in the middle of some fucking gated neighborhood. Like, yeah, yeah a person's going to break into your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> See, we actually... Um, at my job, we sold that coffee for like maybe a month, but like it didn't sell for like a month. So we just never restocked it. Yeah, it's just, I think they need to work on their advertising. Maybe it's just shitty coffee. It could just be shit. I mean, like if it's, because it's not even like coffee grounds, it's got, it's like a gas station coffee because it's all in a can. Like it's like a 12 pack of like little cans of like Red Bull sized uh, drinks. Oh, that's what the kind of coffee it is. So yeah, that's just like not worth. <laughs> it's not it's worth like the not twenty dollars for the case it was. Yeah, but um, that's interesting because I saw that brand and I was like, I've never fucking heard of this company. This won't last long, and it didn't. But uh, it kind of makes sense whenever I hear about their advertising choices. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they did the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. Oh, they did? Did you did? I thought that because I whenever I said that, I assumed that you already knew. No, because like that's what they're known for. They're known because they were like they'd like had like a photo op and stuff with like Kyle Rittenhouse. They're like, look at this fucking cool cat. <laughs> I saw a video on TikTok of a person working at Taco Bell and Kyle Rittenhouse walked in, <laughs> and he took a selfie with him. Dude, they should have just sent him to prison. Like that. Like his He's life is die fucked. On the street. Yeah, you know, somebody's like, gonna beat him to death. Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> Well, that's not even true either because he was at that Taco Bell and he has a bodyguard. So, like, oh I think yeah, he just gets a bodyguard because he fucking. Now you don't have to shoot the people. Yeah, now they'll I'll do it do for it. you. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, move the little thing. Oh, sorry. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a problem, but okay. Just in case. I'm gonna move this just a bit closer so I can lean further yeah. back. Yeah, you're good. Okay. This is a sort of a relaxed episode. We're both lean back. Yeah. Both lean back. Our legs are spreaded twenty feet apart. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I guess we could talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, but... I guess that did happen. That is news that occurred. It was very interesting because, um, whenever I went up to see Cynthia's family and everything, uh, it kind of naturally just came up. Yeah. But, um, they were talking about it, 
and her uh, foster dad and mom and everything, they're very, uh, very much about like the laws of it. Mm-hmm. So they were saying like, it was interesting because they were saying it was self-defense mm-hmm. and um, they were like, but he drove all the way out there and they were like, yeah, I think he should have been arrested for taking a gun across state lines, which, you know, is a felony. Yeah, they're like this but, very legal perspective. Yes, exactly. Which, I mean, I think that it is technically true. Like, I don't, I do think that, like, he was technically, like, it did count as, like, self-defense or whatever. Yeah, but it was, um, but the fact that he was acquitted on everything and, like, literally taking a gun across state lines. Yeah, I mean, know? there was, like, a, a bias there, of course. Yeah. With, like them not being able to refer to the people they killed as like victims yeah like stuff like that just wild exactly but uh but eventually the conversation was turned towards my way and i had like (laughs) maybe like five or six people looking at me like what do you think about it zach and i was like um i think he should have been arrested because it's very obvious what his intentions were Mm. you know you can look at the case and just be like oh yeah it was self-defense because they came after him Mm. but it's like um, there was a video that came up that wasn't used in the evidence because it was before the, uh, like the time frame of where they could use yeah. their evidence. And it's a video of him like recording, uh, people walking down the street of like black people. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to kill you. Like, boom, boom. Like acting like he's shooting them in the head yeah. and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure if that was put into it, uh, it would look much worse for him, yeah. but he'd still probably get off on it, you know, like yeah. he'd be free. I mean, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> fuck. Like it doesn't, the thing is, is it kind of doesn't even matter, like, if that was necessarily his intention. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, if you're in a situation like that, you're supposed to leave. If yeah. people are mad at you, if people are like aggressive, you go. Yeah. Like that's an insane thing about like the way that this sort of system like it it works in such a way that like there's like no responsibility put on like anybody to just leave the situation yeah. and like not escalate it exactly um something that like in my mindset which it probably isn't the best but like i guess in certain situations for me i feel like uh a lot of people need to realize that they're like kind of like nobody you know Mm-hmm. because i feel like because i mean like whenever you hold a firearm and stuff yeah. uh you have a responsibility and like i'm sure like if you've ever held a firearm like you understand like oh this is a weapon you need yeah and i feel like what that does is it gives people like a superiority complex of mm-hmm. like uh do you understand like what i have here like this is a weapon like it's taking everything in my fucking power not to take it out and shoot you you know but mm. um and i think that's like that's how people think now with firearms is uh they they think it's okay to shoot people their friends or something like like got a gun you know yeah so then they buy a gun but they never like during that span of time they never learned like the the responsibility of a firearm you know yeah um i mean i think that a lot of them like know and like probably on some level they like they like performatively care a lot about like gun safety and yeah. stuff. it's just it's not really a safety concern with them so much as it is like they want to, like, be a... A badass. Yeah, and, and kill a person. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was going with the yeah. superiority complex was um, they just... They have the gun, and I feel mm-hmm. like they just want to use it on someone. 
Yeah, which, yeah, that's absolutely like nobody who went there with like a gun didn't kind of want to. Exactly. It's just only a dumb fucking kid is actually yeah. able to like <laughs> get away with killing someone. Probably like no fap. Yeah. <laughs> Some like seventeen <laughs> year old no fap kid goes yeah. to a fucking protest. Like I've everybody lots of other people, lots of adults are fantasizing about shooting people there. Yeah. But he's the only person who's doing no fap in his seventeen. So yeah, he, he's, he's got, got that mental capacity to. to do so. Yeah. Um I feel it's probably not the best thing cool. to do, but like I tend to look at people like are a lot dumber than they should be. <laughs> I think it's like conditional. I think it just is the like people are change a lot depending on what situation that they're in. Yeah, that's true. But like I think it's I think part of it is just the consequence of like people not really having any agency over anything. Yeah. And so whenever something I mean they don't have any agency over this, but it's something that is easy to envision changing. Like a guy who did a bad thing going to jail is an easy thing to like imagine happening. Like that could happen. He yeah. could have like, you know, it didn't happen, but like it could have happened. He could have gone to prison. Yeah. But, but like, then, on the other hand, if you look at like a lot of even just base level, like very like rudimentary, like police reform, like that seems virtually impossible by comparison. And yeah. So you yeah. focus on like something where it's technically possible that this could happen and you get mad because this this was a thing that was supposed to be like possible. But like, no, not really. Not yeah. in this circumstance. Uh, I didn't think of like that. But, like, you're just mad about... But it's still, like, not... It's just not significant. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, also, like... I... I don't know. I just... I also don't feel like... Like, even in terms of, like, this, like, justice thing. Like, I don't... I don't think it does any good to, like, just send a kid to prison. Like, of course, like, he went there and he wanted to kill a person. But, like... I, I think... I just don't think that that's like a good solution to the the pro. Like if that is if that's the ultimate solution to this, and this thing is like this huge ordeal, and like the ultimate solution is just to put somebody in a box forever, it's like you're not solving the problem. It's yeah. like like whenever people talk about like how the fucking you know government's supposed to solve problems, is always lock people in a box forever or kill them. Yeah, like exactly. those are the two options. Those are two options for every situation. Those are the two options that. Kyle Rittenhouse had in his fucking stupid mm-hmm. little lizard brain. He's like, okay, why well, the two options that I have for dealing with these people is to kill them or <laughs> get them arrested. Yeah, those are the two options. Any conflict, you know, that's why that's why people aren't fucking like that's the reason why guns are like such an issue in particular is yep. because you know that's how people think of the problems. These problems where it's either go to an authority or kill the thing. Yeah. Uh, and so if they have a gun, then they'll kill it. <laughs> like, that's the way that you're sort of taught to think about that stuff. So here's a, here's a thing that I was just thinking in my head really quick. Um, and we could probably dissect it. Um, what if, okay, this is like stupid. What if in school, and obviously it would never happen. Yeah. But like. I feel like I wouldn't be opposed if, like, conservative, like, po- politicians and stuff, they made it a law to where in school, like, you have to take a required gun safety class. Because mm-hmm. it's an amendment right. So yeah. you, at some point in your life, I'd like to believe a person in America is going to, like, 
become like like come into contact with a firearm yeah so uh you need to like learn how to be able to use it correctly and stuff so um if if they're so worried about it then actually fucking teach them how to use it I don't mean, leave it to grandpa willie to like shoot a shotgun at a tree and be like all right kid now you do it i think that could like potentially because i guess that would help to some extent with mm-hmm. like certain narratives i think just the main thing is that i don't think guns are really like a self-defense tool i don't think that that's that's that people conceive of them primarily in that way is kind of strange like you don't think of a bow and arrow as like a self-defense tool it's a sport yeah like it's it's a sport it's like a you know you can hurt yourself really badly if you do it but like you're not some fucking superhero because you could shoot a a bow and arrow yeah you're not a superhero because you know how to how to do a thing i i don't know i i think i think it's just it's easy to say it's a self-defense weapon because in the instance of self-defense it can be used as that so um i mean so can your epic bow and arrow yeah exactly (laughs) so but it's kind of like that's your easy scapegoat if someone and, says, like, that's meticulous. And also, like, half the people fucking saying this are never going to be in a situation like that yeah. in their entire fucking life. They're more likely They're to these have, These upper like, middle class, like, shitheads, like, I'm going to need a gun to shoot a person who's breaking into my... No, he's going to break into your fucking house, you fucking idiot. Quite literally, my old uh, boss, like I told you before, like, he had, mm. like, maybe 500 guns. Like, he had an entire, like... <laughs> building that was like the back half of it was like a gun safe and yeah. it had like sliding doors and like there'd be <laughs> pistols like hanging out and then like they would move and like reveal like a bunch of rifles and shotguns and like as a kid you know i'm like oh wow i play call of duty these are it's like <laughs> the same gun i play yeah. as you know and like i get to hold it and stuff but um this man had a firearm like so let's start with his car he had one right here in this compartment and then in the glove compartment, <laughs> like three separate firearms, yeah. you know, um, in his house. He had one in every single area of his house in his <laughs> living room. He had one in a desk right here. He had a thing that was holding a shotgun behind his yeah. couch. Um, his bed, same thing, just pull behind him and there's a shotgun. Mm-hmm. He had a pistol in his drawer. And I'm just like, you're just asking for like some stranger to come up to your house and then you're just like it's wartime yeah like not even no no intentions um just it's time to kill yeah they just want a situation to develop that like allows them yeah so it's like they they spend so much time like fucking training with it it's like they want to do it for real exactly they want to kill a like a real person but they're too pussy to go to the military and actually do it <laughs> yeah that's how the, that guy was if you want to kill fucking pe- if you want to kill brown people just, just join go the fucking, fucking military yeah. they'll find a way for you yeah but um maybe th- maybe maybe people maybe this is for more for people who are uh, less able they can't make it into the military yeah. and so the instead they turn their house get into... off their kneecap yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that one fat guy with a fucking ak under his belly flap <laughs> yeah. and he lifts it up <laughs> it's a classic but um yeah because like it was funny because um cynthia was always like 
Because for me, I wouldn't mind having a firearm. Yeah. Because the self-defense thing, and then also, um, like, if anything does happen, you know? But, like, I'm not the type of guy, like, with my bow and arrow, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm at the house, I've probably only taken it out of its case maybe once or twice just to check it. But, like, I'm not getting out and, like, inspecting it, like, putting an arrow in it and pulling it back, you know? <laughs> or, but, like... Shooting your dog. Yeah, exactly. But, like, those guys probably, like... Yeah. I mean, they, you they just go gun. through there and, like, oh, my God, look at the way it does this, you know? I mean, it just, is. Like, it's, like, their hobby. Like, it's, like, a yeah. super significant... Like, it's, like, all that they do. Yeah, but it's, um... But, like, there's no need for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, It's, like, they... They're trained that this is like a super serious weapon, like it can kill people, but they go playing with them still, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think honestly, like, I feel like under most circumstances, if you have a gun and its primary use is like self-defense, then you probably shouldn't have one. Yeah. I feel like, like if you have a gun and it's because you like going to like a shooting range and shooting shit, or like you like going hunting, like to me that's like. That seems like a reasonable, like, it's not unhealthy because yeah. like otherwise, like, okay, I, I could even see having a gun for self-defense, but if you, if your gun is mainly for self-defense, then it definitely shouldn't be a hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your, your hobby shouldn't be imagining situations where you can kill a black person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not, that shouldn't be what your hobby is. Last night, was it last night? Yeah. I was at uh, my girlfriend's place. And I, we just, oh, I decided, I was like, hey, you know, I've never watched any Big Mouth. Oh, no. So let's take a gander at the first episode. And I was kind of shocked, honestly. I didn't think it was like as crass as it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like they show a child's penis. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess they can just do that. I, I guess that's just a thing they can do yep. now. And then the, the, there's the hormone monster and he's like fucking jack off your child <laughs> jack off your little boy dick yeah. come come on this come you child. child's leg child come child come he's like let me take you to the bathroom and suck on your child <laughs> penis <laughs> wow did you just watch one episode yeah i just watched the first episode and at the beginning i was like at the end of the episode two these two characters are gonna make out yeah and then they did and i was like wow i'm a fucking Yes. I'm a smart little guy. Smart little fellow. Um, do you intend on watching more? I don't know that I will. Yeah, because I mean, for me, I think I watched the first season. And whenever I watched the first season, I was uh, alone in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, obviously, like, <laughs> Troy and his mother was there. But mm-hmm. um, I had my own igloo to myself. And uh, I thought, what better way of freezing my ass off than to sit on a couch and watch big mouth yeah. by myself at like three in the morning. So, uh, that's what I did was I stayed up all night and I watched like the first season of big mouth and like, it was like very crass, like you said and everything, but like, I kind of like just took it and was like, maybe, yeah. maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the season, there kind of is like an overarching story <clears throat> plot. Yeah. And then the season ends and I'm like, okay, um, that was pretty nice. Um, I wonder what the second season is. And it was just the same stuff. And it, I mm-hmm. got to the point where I was just sick of it. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I can, 
I'll laugh at a, a dick or butt joke any other time of the day. Yeah, but I'll like, laugh at a, a little boy's penis. Yeah, exactly. But like, if I'm sitting there for 30 minutes an episode watching like little children like dance around naked and stuff, because yeah. like there's a whole episode like that of like <laughs> two uh, naked girls and like a bunch of old ladies like dancing in a shower. And, like, they do a singing musical part and everything. And that's whenever I turn it off. Because it's like, yeah. there's, it's one thing to make a joke. Yeah. But for me, it's another thing to just have a bunch of naked people just running around, you know? Like, yeah. you can only look at that for so long <laughs> without being like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. So, um, I feel like there, I'm not the only one that respects your decision to not watch past episode <laughs> one. But, like... Uh, every time there's a new season and it pops up on Netflix and he's like, we should watch it. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Like, it's just, it kind of was just too much of just like, it wasn't funny humor yeah. with the child penis. It was mm-hmm. just look at the child penis and laugh because it's a child's penis. <laughs> and that's like, <laughs> I, I can't do that. You know? Imagine if the voices were actually children. Yeah. Or they sounded actually like kids. That'd be that change <laughs> the terrible. vibe of that show a lot. <laughs> you know, it's like you do something like that. And it's like, man, if I was a fucking we, if I was like a weird right wing guy, yeah. I would definitely be thinking about the liberal pedophiles. That's yeah, exactly be, like, it's not good. I mean, especially because there are just a lot of pedophiles in Hollywood and stuff. Well, I mean, it's to like have a show about that. Like, yeah. it's one thing if it was like, I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's like not, it's kind of not funny enough. Yeah. Like to warrant what it's doing. Like, exactly. because the only joke is just, you don't expect a kid to, to show you his ejaculate penis. into the camera. Yeah. You or, didn't see that coming. Or, or you don't expect a kid or like a girl to put a mirror up against her vagina and then talk to it. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Don't expect that. So don't expect a talking vagina, a child talking child's vagina. I think at the end of that season, um, I'm going to spoil it for you. So I hope you don't care, but like the end of the first season, um, I think the funniest joke and it took all fucking season to get there Mm -hmm. was, um, the character with the glasses he thinks he's gay and everything yeah. throughout the whole episode, and it, like that, his whole character arc is like exploring sexuality and stuff, mm-hmm. and like, okay, like he dances with Freddie Mercury and stuff in one episode, but then wow. he becomes a porn addict, and um, he's gets, gooning. Yeah, he gets so bad that um, he gets arrested by the government <laughs> for looking at illegal stuff, and um, but he gets released for some reason. I don't remember, but. Um, it was just that was the funniest thing. I like I like the idea of like a child getting arrested for looking at child porn, yeah, and exactly. that being a plot. Like also like just the meta yeah. of like that being a plot of a show written by like adult people where the child, the person watching child porn, is actually sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, oh no, just, he's just like me. But <laughs> I watched an interview. <laughs> I watched an interview with the uh, the creator of that show. And he just, he looked like a coomer. Like uh, he, Nick Kroll? Yeah, he had Imagine very... being named Kroll. Yeah. He had very bloodshot <clears throat> eyes. And, like, he was very, like, <sighs> yes, I, I really like comedy. It's very funny. You know, like, just, like, very, like, upfront. Yeah, he looks like if Jimmy Kimmel didn't sleep for, like, a <laughs> month. <laughs> he looked like Nick Kroll. So, that's just Jimmy Kimmel's alter ego. Yeah. This is what the left doesn't want you to know about. But, um, 
I keep seeing Let's Go Brandon stickers at work. Someone literally on their... Tr- well, this is just backtracking at this point. Uh, I, I don't even know it. Who is Brandon? Who, yeah, who's Brandon? Who the f- I got to look this up. Because, <laughs> um, just- he's one of these people... Because I was like, Kyle Rittenhouse, but that's not even it. Oh, I have to pay rent today. It's the first. Oh. Um, so, it is quite literally nobody important it is just a euphemism for saying fuck joe biden uh the origin of the meme go back to october 2nd when race car driver brandon brown won his first nascar series race and was being interviewed by nbc reporter somebody in the background someone in the crowd can be heard chanting fuck joe biden though savas says you can hear the chants from the crowd let's go brandon uh so it's literally just like a bunch of hillbillies watching NASCAR. Just fucking say fuck Joe Biden. Because you'll make the liberals mad. The that, liberals don't watch NASCAR. It's this weird thing where like they always – it is always this weird thing where like the conservatives will always be like liberals or get mad. But like you don't care about that. That's your whole thing. Yeah. But they're always like – like uh, I remember some – one of my friends was like uh, – I'm. Is it all right if I vape in my own house? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't mind. But uh, the fucking Mormon guy that I just told you about. Yeah. Like, he was talking, like, I was like, yeah, Trump probably should have acted earlier on COVID. And he was like, well, if Trump uh, tried to stop immigration or stop trade or whatever, everybody would call him racist. And it's like, he's not supposed to give a shit about that. Is that not the reason that you like yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Why is this suddenly now a game of, like, catering to fucking liberals? It's like you don't care about them the whole time. And now that it would – it makes – now that you can use it as a fucking stupid excuse, you you use that as an excuse. You're like – you're being nice to them for some reason. I like, because you don't want to put fuck on your fucking car. Yeah. Because you're too much of a fucking <laughs> pussy to do that. Because your boss is going to see it at your yeah, your gas fucking station boss is going to see you. that uh, and think that – I mean, I mean, not even that. They'll just fucking be embarrassed. That, they'll, you, they'll fucking have to talk to somebody about the dumb shit that they believe. You have to go to HR to like, that doesn't represent our company. <laughs> yeah, you can't like fucking park in the CC's parking lot where you work and <laughs> walk it with the fucking <laughs> Joe Biden sticker on your car. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't, I feel like, um, the conservative, uh, like sphere has finally, realize like huh being edgy and mean makes us look really fucking childish and no one listens to us anymore well no okay the reason why the i think if there is a shift which i don't know if there is if there is a shift it's just because like trump is not in power yeah anymore. so they're just and like, like that strategy overall doesn't seem to have have worked that well yeah I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it has. I'm not sure. Like some elements of it are there to stay, but yeah, I do think like this sort of edgy nature of it, and that's just because a Democrat is in power, mm-hmm. and so it makes sense that they have to be a little bit more like, oh, we got to work with them. I mean, and by work, I mean that in like quotes. It's like they don't, they they need to be like slightly more respectful, so the Democrats will just do what they mm-hmm. want, mm-hmm. you know, because that's all the Democrats just care about, like, like. Are you nice? Were you nice? Are you nice? Could you politely ask for me? Can you politely ask? Can you say if you politely please? ask, I will uh I will buy my rack. for black people. I will buy my rack, but you have to say gay rights. Well they don't care. That's 
they'll bomb Iraq anyways. But what they won't do is, uh, you know, let you do get away with, you know, redistricting things in a way yes, that advantages yeah. you. Unless you ask them nicely. Yes, exactly. We'll let you fuck us forever <laughs> if you just ask nicely. Yes. One thing I wanted to say on the podcast was uh, Wilson continually shows me, like, where the viewers are for the podcast and everything. Yes. Um, I don't know if it is possible, but if you are listening and you hear this part and you can comment, uh, just tell me your exact uh, geo coordinates. Michael's like, uh, if I saw a talking manatee, I would kill it. I would kill it. I would shoot it with. I would uh, shoot it with my bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would squish its eyes out of its head. I would I would slam it against the concrete and then pull its eyes out of its head and squish them like grapes. <laughs> that's what he did. that's uh, exactly what he described to me that he did to a frog. I mean, I cannot say that I am exempt from uh cruel actions <laughs> against animals cuz I think one of the worst things that I did mm-hmm. and like um it was me and my brother, so we're all responsible. But mm-hmm. um, we found a frog. I guess <laughs> exempt from hurting frogs. Um, we found a frog and we like followed it, and uh, we followed it like a long way, like all the way down a hill and like through a field and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, it kind of probably got a little bit tired and was like, "Well, mm-hmm. if I die, I die." Yeah. So it just stopped moving and just kind of like just froze. And me and my brothers were like, "We got to find your home. Mm-hmm. Keep showing us where you're going." And um, the frog is like, obviously, he doesn't know how to speak English. So yeah. he's just staring into the field. And so me and my brothers are like, this thing needs to move. So we started kicking. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really wasn't like hard kicks. It was just kind of like, a, you know, whenever like something's on the ground and like you pick it up like with your foot and just kind of like. Yeah. Uh, we did that <laughs> for a little bit. And then uh, uh, our mom came down the f- to the field. was like, what are you guys doing? We're like. <laughs> we're following this frog look and like we start kicking the frog <laughs> and we got screamed at we had to go inside into our rooms and uh she got a, like an old coffee can and, like took the frog and like threw it in a pond or like carefully wow. put it into a pond and uh we were taught that uh hurting animals is wrong um that did not stop us from uh butchering one of our horses because <laughs> we were hungry yeah we were like well, i want a horse burger but um that's just a fact of life. Life on the farm, as my dad always said. And life gives you frogs. <laughs> Kick them. Kick them across the field. Kick them. But, uh... I was mean to dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I don't remember if I cut it out or not of the last... Of the Grinch mm. bone shrinking. But I was quite... Whenever I was a small child... Uh, Whenever I was like real little, whenever I was learning to walk, I learned to walk by like grabbing onto the back of this old dog named Sar. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that's cool. I mean, I like dogs, but I was just quite rude. I would pull their hair, punch them. Oh, no. <laughs> and I would just antagonize those dogs. <laughs> uh, and, you know, for the most part, it did, it did have, I have very few negative repercussions. Also, my grandparents they had ferrets. I might have picked me up some of those. I might have hucked a couple ferrets. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> in my youth. Yeah. In my spry, young, sort of, youngster days. Um, but, uh, 
I, I it finally everything sort of caught up to me. <laughs> like, I was oh shit. Uh, a small right. child. Yeah. Uh, my dad had a black Labrador mm-hmm. named Daisy. And I was quite rude to Daisy. Daisy <laughs> did not like me so much as a result. Now, I probably was not fully aware of this. I was maybe like four or something. And so I decided I'm going to give Daisy a little kiss. <laughs> and so I waddled up there. Up to that doge's face, and I try to kiss her on the mouth, and she opened her mouth real big and bit me on the head, oh, no. bit me right on the face, <laughs> and I was just a squalling, screaming, yeah. bloody mess. There was blood running down my face. Oh, really? I have a little scar right here. There's a little <laughs> notch between my eyebrows and my nose. Uh, I have a couple other tiny little boys, but that's the most noticeable one. Um, and uh, then they had to give the dog away to some people on a farm, which maybe they did. Maybe they just put her down. Yeah. <laughs> like I, like I, I hear that, and I'm like, man, that could just be a lie. Yeah, they yeah. might have, <laughs> but I don't think so. I, don't, I think she was a good dog, except for that I abused her, and so she bit so me on violent. the face. Yeah. See, uh. I was told recently that apparently I didn't like cats or dogs whenever I was younger. Um, I don't like cats. I've never liked cats. They're, they, uh, their eyes, they have different motives than mm. any other animal, you know? <laughs> so I've never liked them. There's a story and of in the family that I was like maybe like three or four, mm. and I walked out of my bedroom and just sitting in the middle of the hallway was our cat named, uh, I think his name was Fritz. And uh, and Fritz is like this really black cat and he was a dick. Mm-hmm. I never liked him because he always like attacked me. Yeah. So uh, I see him in the hallway and he scared me so bad that apparently I passed out. <laughs> and like I hit my head on the wall. So like everyone comes running and I wake up and like my grandpa's like shaking me awake like, wake up wake up <laughs> and so that happened um we had a dog named spanky and uh we had to give him away because yeah. he was just a complete dick yeah like uh we had to keep him um we got a new dishwasher so we had like the giant box yeah and we would put him in the box so he would leave us all the fuck alone like even my <laughs> mom and dad and like there was a point in time where it was like right before school and, like, me and my brothers were, like, dicking around and everything. And, like, we see he's in the box. So we're, like, hi, Spinky, and, like, looking at him and stuff. And then my brothers fucking grabbed my legs and threw me in the box with Spanky. Oh, no. And, like, Spanky started, like, jumping on me and, like, trying to bite me and stuff. <laughs> so, like, I lost my shit, threw the box over. Spanky runs out and starts attacking my brothers. <laughs> And this whole time, my mom had gone outside to, like, turn the car on and, like, heat it up. So she comes back inside to, like, three kids screaming and, like, a dog running around losing its shit on us. And, like, and we got in trouble because, obviously, the only reason Spinky got out was because of us. So uh, I think that's Spinky out of the box. Yeah. So that's why Spinky had to go. But um, I've had a lot of dogs in my life. Mm -hmm. A lot of them died, but... um, That's just kind of how it goes uh-huh. whenever you like live on a farm and you just 
bring the dog in and just see how long it lasts. But um, <laughs> I, w- I will play my little game with the dog. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it's like we always like took in strays from like yeah. off the street. So uh, the first one was Rex and he was a German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever we moved to a, our house that we lived in for years, mm-hmm. um, apparently like the first or second night there, uh, like bringing Rex, uh, he was killed by a pack of coyotes. Damn. So um, that was tough. Uh, we had a really, really scruffy dog, and he was probably like a stray since like he was a puppy. Mm-hmm. And uh, his name was Bully Bully. He looked like a uh, what was that movie? Was it Beethoven with when Tim Allen turns into a dog? No, 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 no. That is uh, fuck. What is that one? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Beethoven's the one with the big floppy... Big, yeah, okay. The one with the big um, floppy mouth. Well, you know, the Tim Allen movie with uh, the really... Shaggy Dog. Shaggy Dog. Mm-hmm. That's what he was, and we called him Wooly Bully. Mm-hmm. Um, he got ran over by a car. Um, <laughs> he fucked up somebody's car, probably. Yeah. Uh, and then the other dog we had was... Her name... We named her Sweetie, mm-hmm. and she got Porvo and died. And that sucked, because... Yeah. Um... Yeah, you ever just be like minding your own business of the kids sleeping and like you wake up to like a dog like like yelping and then like it just stops because <laughs> it died because that's what happened. That's terrible. It was. I was like a little kid and like um, I, I didn't want to get up because I was like, I don't want to watch this dog die. Yeah. But like I knew it was dying because it was sick. But like yeah. I could just hear like my mom and like my dad like talking to the dog. Like, it's okay. It's okay. And it was. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. So um, I think I like cried myself to sleep after that because I was like, mm-hmm. fuck. And then like I woke <laughs> up and like me and my brothers all like meet up in the kitchen to eat breakfast and we're all looking at each other like, yeah, that happened last night. Yeah. And then my dad comes in and like, sweetie passed away last night. And we all like looked at him like, we know, you know, like, mm-hmm. but um, so yeah. Nico's doing good though. My current dog with Cynthia. Yeah, um, he's a bit skinny, but that's just because he's a little shit and doesn't like to eat. Do you have any pets, Wilson? Yeah, I have pets. Um, like dogs, cats. Yeah, I got dogs. Some dogs. They run around stinky. Yes. Yes. Smelly, perhaps. A little bit silly. <laughs> yeah. But they're my home. They're my family. But they're my family. I call them my. F- I call them my fur babies and let them crawl inside <laughs> of my tummy. I'm trying. I got a new manager mm. at my fucking store, and to get to know me, she was like, "Do you go to school?" And I was like, "No, I'm a bona fide college dropout." And then she was like, "Oh, that sucks." She's like, <laughs> she didn't know what to think of that. So I was like, "I got you." Um. That's me. I have a bad habit of every conversation I have with a stranger being a cock measuring contest on like how can I outsmart you? How or can like, I trick you? How can I how can tangle I... you into my verbal trap? Yes. <laughs> <Just> verbally <laughs> abuse people. But uh then she she got to the topic of like, do you have kids? And I was like, No, I'm twenty years old. I don't want kids. And she's like, Oh and I was like, But I do have a dog and she's like, Oh, you have a fur baby and just like wouldn't shut the <laughs> fuck up about a fur baby and she's like I have three of my own and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, that's cool. Um, when are you going to start yelling at me to do stuff? You know? <laughs> um, but she does that now. And it, like my job sucks. Um, 
I guess the Poopcast audience can find out for me, I guess, because uh, I don't know if I told you, but I'm trying to become a firefighter. Wow. Yes. Uh, I just because I'm like, I really don't like being inside all the time because mm. like some of my best moments of me working were whenever I was outside doing something. Yeah. So I guess I'm just like more attuned to the outdoors, but uh, I don't want to like slave away as like a contractor and mm. just like haul bricks yeah, around and stuff. Uh, so then I was like, firefighter. You know, that sounds fun because mm. um, if I am to become a firefighter, I want to go into the wildfire uh, divisions and just like mm. jump out of a plane in the middle of nowhere and fight a fire. Because I'm like, that <laughs> sounds fun. Jump plane with a gun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I saw Red Notice. Is that a movie? Yes, it's a film. It is a Netflix film starring Ryan Reynolds. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. Ah, I saw trailers for it. Three Master Thieves. It was, it was, honestly, it was just really boring. Yeah. Like, it was just exactly what you expected. There's a point in the movie where, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. is chasing down Ryan Reynolds. And, like, he corners Ryan Reynolds. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a jacket on, so I was like, huh, nice jacket. And then <laughs> Ryan Reynolds immediately followed up by saying, huh, nice jacket. <laughs> That's funny. And it's just... The typical... It's just absolute poopy garbo. Yeah. Like, I wish it was Free Guy. I wished I was... The <laughs> whole was... time I was... I wished I was watching Free Guy. Yeah. Um, One movie I watched on Netflix... Um. I wish I fucking remembered the title <laughs> and the main actor, but it's something called like the forgotten or something. Mm. Um, I'm sure you would find it. It's got some big actor that like, I don't care enough about, but Cynthia knew who it was. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, uh, it's just a nine one one call operator. And oh. like, it's just uh, an hour and a half of him doing one call. And it's very good. It's a very, it's a very suspenseful movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I recommend it to anyone because I, I enjoyed almost pretty much all of it. So it's a pretty well made movie. Oh, you know a movie that we did see? Uh, what we saw Dune. Oh yeah, and we did. It's been like we saw it like, a month, like a month ago, ago. <laughs> but we just didn't talk about it at all. Yeah, because we haven't been recording yeah. in holidays. Um, yeah, we saw Dune. Uh, everyone went, uh, it was me, Wilson and our girlfriends and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I beforehand, uh, smoked weed because I was like, I've always wanted to do that just because like, I always wondered <laughs> what the experience was. And I was like, I would, I didn't smoke any until like I got into the parking lot and I was mm-hmm. like, I really hope that I don't have a bad experience. Cause I've never like been high in public. Yeah. It's a very, uh, like private thing for me because like Mm -hmm. i don't want to act like a fool but uh i didn't even smoke too much either but yeah it started kicking in like right about when the trailer started Mm -hmm. and um and then pretty much most of the movie it just made me kind of just like enjoy it more i guess just Um, vibing with the pretty much like every time the music came on like i was just like that's all i could hear and like i was just focusing on stuff (laughs) um like I said at the theater, uh, my favorite part still is the worms. Yeah, worms. Uh, worm just the perfect. Uh, yeah, the perfect tension is a giant worm coming at you, 
it's really like a story as old as time. Tremors. Yes. The worm from SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. The worm from Beetlejuice. Lots <laughs> of worms, really. The more worms. The more worms, the better. The more in squirms. Squirm. It was. I haven't been mm-hmm. as immersed in a movie like that since the fucking Maze Runner uh, Scorch <laughs> Trials movie whenever I was like 14. I'm not even kidding. It's <laughs> that such a funny... Because like... like I'm, I'm just like imagining like a review on like IMDb. Like, <laughs> like, this movie was fantastic. I haven't been this... I haven't been this enthralled since Maze Runner. Yeah. Scorch Trials. Exactly. But uh, I don't know because um, with a lot of film... Oh, is it recording? Oh, yeah. No, I was just checking. Okay. Just, out of paranoia. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, it's very... Uh, <clears throat> I'm very big into show, don't tell. Yeah. Simply because, like, <clears throat> I wonder... I just... It's more enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that Dune did it, yeah, it did have a lot of uh, exposition. Yeah. But it wasn't explaining what it was, you know? Yeah. It was like... <laughs> It'd be hard. Yeah, exactly. The, the old... Uh, 1984 one at the beginning there's like three scenes Mm -hmm. where there's just a big wall of exposition jesus that would be terrible i mean Um, it's a it's a fun movie though i think the 1984 dune is still fun i ought to watch it some point yeah yeah it's it's a it's a good time yeah but um very different yeah so but it was um i guess um i don't know what i don't know how to put this into words I guess if you throw enough money at something, well, like, I guess they didn't have to throw it. It was just a very big production movie. Mm, yeah. But uh, they just hit every spot right. You know, like I mm. couldn't, I couldn't find anything wrong with the movie. Um, probably the biggest qualm I had with it was the fact that it ended and I had to wait for the next movie to come out. You know, because yeah, I just like, enjoyed very it. abruptly too. Yeah, it does. Like it's just. And then the the line at the end is like, "This is only the beginning." Yeah, which is <laughs> pretty funny. So, I have, I have a, like a couple of. I think so. Are you familiar at all with Denis Villeneuve? No. Okay. Have uh, you probably seen? You probably seen a couple of his movies. Uh, he he did he in order of the movies that I've seen that he's done. He directed Arrival, mm. Annihilation. And Blade Runner 2049. Okay. And of those... <laughs> All movies that I want to see just haven't seen yet. <laughs> I, I think Blade Runner is the best of of those and this and Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Dune is... Like, there are some parts that, like... I, I, I guess they didn't strike you, but there are a couple of moments that sort of struck me as sort of weird. Uh, and I think one of them is, like, their... They're in like the thopter. They're about to be dropped off into the desert. The mm-hmm. Harkons are going to kill him uh, and drop him into the desert. And just the way that they talk about the voice, like um, this is such a fuck. It's a very nitpicky thing, mm-hmm. but like the way that they talk about, it, they're like, you have to change your pitch or change your tone. And it's one of those things where it just sounds sort of like nonsense. Like it just sort of sounds because. They're just saying things that would relate to how somebody's voice sounds, but like it doesn't feel like it should apply. It feels like the way, and like also, you know, 
Paul's about to try using the voice, and his mom's like, don't do it. It's too risky. And it's like, they're going to kill you and drop yeah. you into a desert. Like, I don't know why she would do that. Like, they're, the characters in, in the movie are pretty smart. So it's like, it's a weird line to have. Yeah. <clears throat> I, that was probably just like triple A movie tension, you know? I, well, I'm, I also wonder, like, if there's any, like, because it is, it does just assume, like, it shows a lot of things. And it just sort of assumes that you'll be able to catch on. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, maybe it was just something to help, like, conf- like get people watching, like, from, like, test audiences to remember back. She's mm-hmm. like, you're not ready yet. And, and that would, of course, call back to the scene at the beginning. Uh, and maybe, like, people just would have forgotten because it's, like, two hours into the movie. Yeah, I don't that's know. true. But that could be part of why. Yeah. But, yeah, I think honestly think it could have been longer. To develop some of the side characters. Because mm-hmm. I read the book and saw the 84 movie before saying oh. this. And so I saw this at home. for I saw Dune at home first. And because I just finished the book, it felt like it was just so fast. Mm-hmm. But watching it the second time, it's a, a little bit. Yeah, just because I just knew what to expect. Yeah. See, uh, Cynthia saw that it was on HBO Max. And she watched it like in bed on her phone. Which kind of, I was like, if you're going to watch it, you ought to go into the living room. And she was like, no, I just, I'll just lay in bed and watch it. And, um, that, that both made her think, um, A, it's a good movie to enjoy it while watching on her phone. But mm-hmm. also B, uh, the cinematic experience is probably the best way to watch it. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to tell people at work. Like, if you're going to go see this movie, you have to go see it in theaters. Yeah. It's like the only way. And they're like... It was too boring at the beginning. There wasn't enough action. And I don't want to. Like, I don't want to worm that big on a big yeah. screen. Oh. <laughs> because like, um, I guess like they just need to have instant action to like kind of get into it. I guess they should watch Red Notice. Instead. Yeah, exactly. That begins with an epic car chase. Uh-huh. actually, no. It's just there. It just starts with cars driving real yeah. fast. I think. Yeah, it was funny because uh, I told Jacob, I was like, yeah, I finished watching Dune. It was really good. And he was like, my favorite part was when the city was getting destroyed. And I was like, my favorite part was when the worm was coming after him, you know? <laughs> it's like very different um, things. Which, I mean, like when the city was getting destroyed, I won't lie, it was cool. But I also went and took a piss like right before it started. So <laughs> yeah, that's I was kind of like, it was funny because like um, I told Cynthia, like, I have to pee. I'll be right back. So I was high, so I was kind of like more worried, like, oh shit, I'm about to piss myself, uh-huh. other than like what's about to happen in the movie. Yeah. And Cynthia's like looking at me, like, what are you doing? No, you have to stay. And I was like, no, like, I gotta go. <laughs> so, like, uh, they were just talking. <laughs> yeah. And then I fucking. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. yeah I noticed that. I was like, oh, Zach's not gonna know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, like, I went to the bathroom and, like, I came back and, like, it's still quiet. So I'm like, oh, great. They're still in an exposition. And I walk up and the king is lying on the ground stabbed. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. What did I miss? And then, like, the doctor's talking to him like, oh, yeah, you only have one thing I need you to do before you die. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, all of a sudden, like, explosions and stuff start happening. <laughs> I just sat down and I was like, okay, I need to, like, get back into what's going on. Yeah. So, um I don't know if that skewed my perspective of like the siege <laughs> part, but like it made it more interesting for sure. But uh, whenever the worm just stopped fucking moving in front mm-hmm. of them, 
that was a pretty cool scene, but um, I wasn't very interested in it because I was like, oh no, what is, what's going to happen? Are they going to get eaten by a worm? <laughs> no, there's fucking three more movies coming up. So, <laughs> um, I, that's always my problem with like movies that are like serialized mm-hmm. like that and they have multiple like movies. Uh, is that you know beforehand it's going to like the story's going to continue. Yeah. So like that kind of like short term tension, it doesn't hit the same for me simply because yeah. like in my back of my head I'm just like oh it's not gonna I, like I just I wonder what's gonna happen um yeah but this doesn't mean I don't enjoy the movie the entire movie I enjoyed I enjoyed whenever uh Timothy Chalamet killed a black man at the end of the movie and then they ended the movie really <laughs> setting the precedent of what the second one's gonna be about yeah he's um, gonna kill more black people yeah exactly <laughs> but um my other thing that I really liked about it was the music yeah um it wasn't too extravagant. Well, it was extravagant music, but like I guess it wasn't complex. I, I mean, guess. it was very uh, just like mood. It yes. was like made. It's very much a soundtrack. The yes. David Lynch Dune. Uh, it's more like they, they have like more clear like themes mm-hmm. like in the music and stuff. Um, it's also pretty good. I yeah. Think. Yeah. But um, whenever you're under the influence of marijuana and you hear like a lady going, <laughs> like for like five minutes, you're just like, this is the coolest shit ever. You know, like, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it because I enjoyed music anyway. So, yeah. Um, at the end of the movie theater experience, I walked out knowing I spent my money well and it was a very good movie. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. Um, it's just got to come out. That's what I always hate about going to see movies yeah. like that is I'm like, I have to fucking wait. But um, you will hear about it whenever I see the second one. So You will hear about it. I will be screaming. <laughs> I'll be screaming. I'll, I'll be screaming I will be, about the worms. I will be videotaping it and recording it and posting it on to the Poopcast website. Yeah. The David Lynch version is like 30 minutes shorter than the one on the, in the theater. Mm. And it also tries to do the whole first book instead of just half of it. Oh. So it's incredible. It's very condensed. Mm-hmm. And it also focuses on like really weird things. And they all have inner monologues and stuff. It's it's wild. So do you know if the movies are going to do all of the books um, or just the first one? I think the idea – I think what the director wants is to do the first book – and then the second book, which is Dune Messiah. Mm-hmm. And there are books that come after that. I don't think he wants to do that. But I have a feeling that if uh, the three movie, like if he ends up getting to make all three of the movies mm-hmm. and they're successful, then probably we'll have to do it. There will be like, I don't know. They'll probably have like a show or something on like HBO or something to cover probably. The, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm like listening to the books right now and I'm like halfway th- through the, the third book, which is children of Dune. And things do shift up a lot, but yeah, it's, it's quite good. Um, it's, I, there are things though that are like, especially like would be, especially with like the third book. Mm-hmm. Cause now it's like this weird thing where they're, are like kids that have a bunch of different people's lives inside of them. Mm. I mean, it's like interesting to, it's yeah. interesting to read and like listen to, but like, I don't know how you would even begin to communicate that in a film. Yeah. I read 
what else? I read all the Harry Potter books, but then again, mm-hmm. everyone's read all the Harry Potter books I at this point. You that. haven't? Nope. Um, I read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I've read. I remember I watched. I read Captain Underpants. Yep. And then I read Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and I I was riding in the car with my mom, and I turned to her and I said, "You know, honestly, Diary of a Wimpy Kid's better than Captain Underpants." Blasphemy. I mean, I hate to say it. If <laughs> you know, if Diary of a Wimpy Kid, nobody would disagree with that statement if diary of a wimpy kid had animatics that is true if diary of a wimpy kid had an animatic of uh greg heffley punching manny or stomping Fregly. on manny's fucking head or fregley he like flipped the paint <laughs> fregley stroking his cock at the mailbox fregley stroking his cock <laughs> down to his ass and slipping his little pinky in. yeah um i forgot what i was gonna say they're still making Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. Well, that's, well yeah, they're still yeah, making they still Captain are. Underpants books. Yeah, so that's what true am I as saying? Well. Captain Underpants just feels like, yeah, there's 500 Captain Underpants. Yeah. But Diary of a Wimpy Kid, it was like, that's complete. Yes. There was like, they did the four, and it was like, that's Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I think and there's they like. They did five, and it was like, oh, that's cool. They did six. It's like, okay. I think there's 15 now. Okay, and it's like seven, eight, nine, ten. It's like, dude, stop. Stop it. Stop making more Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Well, because when is he gonna be a wimpy guy? I a think wimpy he's got to graduate at some point. He has to. I know he's just gonna get up to all these crazy antics. Well, yeah, that's true because I think he's realized, like, huh, I have way more to work. Well, no, because see, they had a summer book. Yeah, like the third book was a summer book. Yeah. So, but there's another summer book where they go on a road trip and Manny gets a pet pig. And that's like a whole bunch of antics for that book. Is oh, yeah. There was like a whole fucking pet, the whole pig arc. Yes. The pig arc was very tough on uh, Greg's uh, mentality, but you got to respect it. Let's see. Where is this? I have, is a video I've downloaded from on YouTube because mm-hmm. I have YouTube premium. I'm sort of a. A giga chad. A noble, if you will. Yes. This video is entitled, Warning Video. Please, if you do not like what we are doing, then stay the fuck away. By S. Foot Continuation. Hmm. Yeah. I'm back now again. This time it's yes. another second warning video. Oh, I think that just happened. Uh, I got two flags on my YouTube channel, so I'm really a bit mortified. I was almost in tears. Modified, almost in tears. There's a lot of fucking assholes out there. Whoever these people are, they're flagging this need to go fuck off. And the point <laughs> is, I made up a decision where I'm going to stop doing all my, my videos on private. The foot fetish ones, the dark ones, I guess. <laughs> the foot fetish ones. ones. <laughs> things from YouTube. YouTube is a bunch of totalitarian dictators who really don't care about... Oh my God. <laughs> God, his piggly wigglies out. Sick, and they're This fucking camera is just getting more and more out of focus. He's just breathing into the camera so much. <laughs> okay, for, like, we gotta take a second to yeah, we gotta, we gotta parse what just it. happened because I don't know how well people can hear. So this guy, he's this this bald guy, and he's like, he's like, they they put two strikes on my YouTube channel. I'm mortified here. I don't. I didn't watch this whole video before. Mm. I, I just watched like about this much. Yeah. Um, 
and he's like, they're taking down the video, the foot fetish videos. And then like in the middle of him talking about this shit, he like pans the camera down and he does a little crinkle with his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and then like he pans back up to himself and, and he's like, YouTube is a bunch of totalitarian dictators that probably in pakistan probably or pakistani some muslim or some of the muslim <laughs> and then and then he's like women they're getting so pissed off about this is a man thing it's for men only it's for men only this foot fetish account is for men only and as we've continuously said uh this camera is like right up on his face yeah, he like keeps breathing onto like the lens and like his breath is so moist that it's like it's it, fogging it up and you yeah, can't see like his face fogging anymore. Up. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's a filter over it. Be shut down. Okay, anybody who fucks with us foot brothers. <laughs> foot brothers. <laughs> anybody who fucks with us. Anybody who harasses us. We need to really step one notch higher and fight and fight harder. Stop being nice. I'm not being nice no more. I love my he's done being nice. Right here, I'm not doing anything more outside of our hurting our cause. <laughs> The, the cause in the industry of foot fetish foot fetish vids there we go. It's got the back down it's to not even focused, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he won't get his face in focus, but I'll focus on those toes. You know? <laughs> No, don't seize permanently. Wow, nice. He's making gains. He's gonna get fucking... Oh my god. He's gonna start a cult. Derek will help us. Daddy Derek from Cool Cat? And he's not 100% familiar with with all the video making and everything so i'm helping him with that but he's been, this guy's uh, clearly an expert so yes yeah, so he knows about production. his production that's good fake haters nice straight brothers that love male feet a gay man being jealous that his feet aren't as succulent as as foot feet aren't as crinkly. <laughs> I'm glad he loves me and is fighting. I know. Foot worship wrestling. Foot worship in the gym. We should get in on that. I mean, it's in Houston. It's a good excuse to go to the gym. Yeah. Karate as well. I want to see a lot of you guys wrestling. Would it be like foot fetish wrestling? Like just wrestle with their feet?
How big is this operation? He's gonna buy a warehouse. He's gonna rent like, a wrestling ring. I feel like everyone underestimates like fetish communities. They're powerful, but like, he's just some random dude. Is the video like almost over? No, <laughs> it's not even halfway, Bruh, We're about to like watch like him just look at his feet for five minutes. They're gonna wrestle each other. Guy in North Carolina wants to wrestle. Wants to wrestle, wants to wrestle with the stinky feet. We gotta get the office. Um, and I can look into it, and we can try to this office for everybody. The foot brothers, <laughs> the foot clan. This is a loving family brotherhood. So this office is for everybody. I'm opening up to because the company's not only mine as a CEO. It's for all of us. What the fuck is? How is he making money from this? What is he the CEO of? The CEO of foot uh, having uh, big crinkly feet. Maybe. The very first foot fetish corporation. Yes. I need you to all spread the word because we need to stop this evil. It's gone way too far. <laughs> the, evil, the evil women in Pakistan he's trying to suppress it. I'm going to try to look into the other Vimo. And then once we get the, the business started with the wrestling, we could do some podcasting and sell it on Patreon or something. Nice. But I think YouTube is really... That kind of defeats the purpose with the feed. A lot of people are... Their pages are being shot now in the foot fetish industry. Somebody was doing some muscle cars and got knocked up. It's the most ridiculous thing on the planet, and and it's crazy. It's cancel culture. Just, I know. Um, Canceling so, all the foot so fetish really, brothers. Once this site comes out, everybody's welcome on it. It will be a paid membership site, of course, but that's okay because we get the real people who love feet to be honest. Nice, so nice. That's good. What? He just keeps renting cars every week. How is he going to be the CEO and buy a warehouse if he can't buy a car? He just keeps paying down to his stinky little feet. <laughs> causing trife? Hatred? And tighten the thing. Yes. Yeah, fight the feet. He really, do, he's like about to cry. This is my house. Yeah. Yeah, that's someone running down the stairs. Oh, wow. And again, anybody without footstep on their profile, I'm not going to click, I'm not going to click on them because I don't know if they're real or not. And the problem is it pisses me off. A lot of guys don't have footstep on there. So if you don't, you're not going to be answered. If you don't have foot stuff, if I can't see your little tootsies. If I can't see your feet, you're blocked. I want to see your toes. Being fucked in our feet. Being feet fucked. But the thing about it 
to save ourselves the grief, make sure everybody has foot-related stuff on their channels if they contact me or other foot brothers out there. Because I am going to be the... How do you join this foot brothers community? The foot brothers. all this stupidity. Because we're trying to keep the community alive. A lot of us are doing... Whatever we can to keep our beautiful community. There's a lot of foot brothers out there that are doing good stuff. Has like 1,200 views. Wow. He's going to start this massive corporation. Yeah. Don't be scared. We will fight for all of you. Because we are brotherhood. We are family. We are love. Love is stronger than hate. Love will... will Your love for feet will always... <laughs> yeah. Go over hate. It's a beautiful, feel-good product for all of you out there. I promise all you of all you. love this. And I want you all to be... Be allowed to have fun and participate. I want all of you to come wrestle. We can get all thousand, two, three thousand of you want to wrestle with us. No matter what age, color, you want to come wrestle with us. Whether you're fat, whether you're black, whether you're Chinese, whether you're thin, brotherhood and love matters. Foot related stuff is what is all about. I like his shirt, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> no, what do you say? Okay, hold on a second. I was too busy focusing on his shirt. Oh, it's all foot related stuff. And if you love feet, then feet. You can have the cock in the pit videos that we want. We want to be naked and yelp and suck each other's cock. It's great. The gay men love that stuff. Gay men love that stuff. They love sucking cock. The feet is yours and ours. My feet. My My feet. My toes. That's great. Oh no, not Jarcast. Stop. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was an experience. Yeah. He's sort of an iconic figure. Within, like, the mythology of. The mythology of the foot fetish Yeah, community. the mythology of the foot fetish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do, uh. I do support his industry in Houston, Texas of men wrestling with each other. <laughs> men wrestling, suck each other's cocks. You know, yeah. gay people like that. Exactly. So, so. <laughs> you know, naturally. That was wild. <laughs> so. Just like. Uh. It's so, like, he just really, really wants to, like, get that wrestling thing yeah, down. Yeah, I know. Like, he's trying so desperately. Like, he doesn't have any money. He's renting his cars. He's desperate. He wants to wrestle so badly. He doesn't care if you're black, Chinese. He probably, yeah, he probably just, like, oh, I can't afford an apartment. I'll just rent a car. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't have his own car, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's don't. Like, it's my third rental for the Can't week. even afford shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but... Never ever understood the feet thing. Just yeah. Especially like like a grown man's like veiny, wrinkly feet. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they they look even more like hands. Yeah, exactly. So just big bulbous hands. Yes. But I don't. I have no words for it to be honest. Like it is. It's sort of yeah. It does speak for itself. Yes. Sort of a bastion of the foot fetish community. <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah. Do you have any favorite Christmas movies? Because Christmas is up now. I just... I guess Gremlins. Gremlins is a pretty good Christmas Gremlins movie. Is a good I mo- forgot it is yeah. a Christmas movie. 
Yeah, I forgot about that too. Oh yeah, I was like had to think for a second. Yeah, Gremlins, iconic classic film. In terms of having little gobos in it. Yeah. See, my favorite Christmas movie. I really. Because I haven't seen any in like a long time. Yeah. Um. The new, uh, twenty what nineteen twenty eighteen fucking Grinch. Oh, Illumination yeah, Grinch. Illumination. Um. I saw a bit of that. Me and I had to go. Cynthia was gonna go see uh, her family, mm-hmm. and we. W- and know what it was was Cynthia had to babysit kids for a night, mm-hmm. and I had to go pick her up. So I drove up to Edmond to pick her up and everything, and I mm-hmm. go in there and they're watching that, and she's like, "I've seen this movie three times already since I've been here," <laughs> and I'm like, "I would hate to watch even because I just watched like five minutes of it. And I was like, yeah. this is terrible, you know, but." Um, not a very good movie. It's like, I'm a grumpy little Grinch and I'm going to Grinch your kids. Yeah. Probably actually, I, my favorite movie is probably the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. It's a very, it is a pretty good Grinch. Yeah. I have, uh, every time I watch that one, like I always enjoy it. Every time I watch the Grinch, I find something new to enjoy about it. So, yeah. They should have a crossover between the Jim Carrey Grinch and the, uh, Mike Myers Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah. Who would win in a rap battle? The Grinch or a cat in a hat? <laughs> I remember the, the old characters in The Grinch. They all had, like, really fucked up looking faces. Yeah. They all look like little creatures, little creatures. Like yeah. So. If I, I saw one of them, if I saw one of those, I would kill it. That's what the it. veterans react. Yeah. Be like, if I saw a, f- a green thing. I'd kill it. <laughs> I'd shoot it. I wouldn't even question it. I, I would not even think twice. I would shoot it until <laughs> it was dead. 